vehicle has landed. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. Welcome back to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse. And today we're joined by the brightest minds in cannabis. If you have not been listening to these podcasts, we got a couple for you to subscribe to today. Um, let's start out with the disciplined stoners. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having us. What's up, guys? Thanks for having us. Appreciate you. I'm 11. My name is Winnie. And we love to talk about mindfulness and cannabis and life and connecting with these beautiful humans here on the same wave. Thank you for coming on. Uh, next up, we got Mike Hanacast. Uh, thanks, guys, for having us back on again. I'm Canna Dave. And I'm Groovy. And we're Mike Hanacast Cannabis Podcast out in Michigan. And we're always here to advocate, educate, and inspire. Thank you guys for having us. Looking forward to this 420 session. Hell yeah. Fantastic. Happy to have you. And last but definitely not least, we have the Chillinois Podcast. Hey, yeah, it's Cole here from the Chillinois podcast. Uh, you can find us on chillinois.net. That's chillinois.net. Um, we uh, talk about cannabis um, and, and all sorts of different things, but we do have a practice on cannabis now that adult use cannabis is legal in, in our uh, lovely state. Um, so really happy to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Happy to have you on, man. Actually, we were just on your podcast uh, uh, like a week or so ago. So we, yeah, thank yeah. you back for having us. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, it was a good yeah. time. Good, good time. So we all have shows that revolve around cannabis. 420 is coming up. What what does this holiday mean, I guess, to, to you guys individually? Whoever wants to start off. Well, I'll rip. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. You can go. No, no, no. Okay. It's always so hard in the digital realm to know who's going. <laughs> You're like, everyone's like, I like wait it. You know? okay. okay. Um, it, it has always meant this kind of freedom, rebellious connectivity of like-minded thinkers for me because I've been a stoner before it was like legal and now it's legal in Canada. But like, it's always been a space where you could actually kind of just like say some real shit. And it felt like we were ahead of the times a little bit, knowing that it was good for you when it was like, you know, said it was the devil and some forms of popular media at the time. And, and when you connected these people and they were all like, no, I like it helps with anxiety too. Like this is not the devil, you know? So it, it always holds its place in my heart before the commercialization of the culture, which I've benefited from as well, you know, <laughs> being booked as a vocalist and stuff for 420 things, but like, you know, the, the brand deals that can happen. But other than that, like, it's really like, it's a deep place in my heart because it's like, we're, we're almost like the weed dorks got together and connected and it was obvious. <laughs> Word. Big thing to me is that it just kind of like, like, I like, I'll just add on what you were saying. It just kind of like connects people, like people that you don't even know that smoke, smoke. And, you know, you're learning like, you know, wherever you, you know, you get money, if you're working, you find out people, you're like, oh, it's that day. And people, you start, you can connect with people and like, you know, I forget somebody even before we were recording was saying that like 420 parties are always fun. So there's always that like sesh and it's not like a wild party, but you know, you just smoke mad heavy. So honestly, it's just kind of like a celebratory thing is like, especially being here in Michigan, everything's legal and medical here. So we just like, you know, we, we got the rights to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, fuck what everyone thinks. Excuse me. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's encouraged. Encouraged. 
I'm, I'm going to bleep yeah. that. Excuse me, actually. Oh, good. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Groovy. I think you said it best, man. Like uh, just some of the people that you encounter at some of those events. Um, honestly, I, I find myself all the time and I like feel bad for having this thought uh, because I've had it waged at myself. But like you see some people and you're like, man, I never would have imagined that you smoke cannabis, mm -hmm. you know? And so, like I said, I've had that thrown at me as well. I'm like, what does that even mean? Um, but I have the thought comes up for me. So it, like you said, you meet a lot of cool people and, um, yeah. So I think there's been a lot of power in that number. Funny enough. It's, it's almost like the sit, if you believe in like symbolism or symbology or whatever, like in terms of, you know, putting your energy into something that people can revolve around and sort of creating a, a brand these days, really, um, as opposed to a culture. <laughs> Because everything seems like it's marketed in, in one way, shape, yeah. or form. But on the bright side of it, you know, it's something that people can sort of rally around and be like, oh, we have a day. Like, we, it may not be legal in every state, but there's a day that, you know, everyone can be like, I know people are fucking smoking today. I'm going to smoke too. I mean, like, and at a very, like, simple does level. Does anyone you know, know where it came from? 420? Yeah, I do. Okay. I was I just going to say. Northern, just a little bit north of me up in sonoma or napa it was, I believe, right? yeah it was like where the kids would meet like every day and it happened to be 420 every time so they're that, called the waldos the waldos yeah actually when that's he's right. a okay GM, i thought that was like a myth that's that was like no a that's, a, that's like there's legit. a bunch okay. of other myths around it like there's mm -hmm. like um a myth about it being some type of uh number in the police force in los angeles and there's like there's just a bunch of like weird stories uh, on where it came from, but it was really just like five kids getting together. So I think in the San Fernando Valley, just north of where uh, homie. So yeah, it's in California, but it was the name, sorry, the name and the number carries weight of just what time that feels like. You can imagine you get off school at three, right? It's not three 30. You didn't rush to get there. You chilled out like the whole number has a designated recognizable time stamp code on it for just how you'd feel at that chill pace, right? <laughs> Your parents get off at five average, right? You get so you're not rushing. You left school. You took your time. You went to this place or you did something. You got a snack and it has this whole deeply encoded human familiarity of not really rushing your life associated with it by like how it manifested. I think that that's like kind of a neat thing. <laughs> that's an interesting angle for sure. Yeah. Energetically. Yeah. All right. So that's legit mm -hmm. then. Cool. Fun to learn. We're, we're busting myths here. But then there's, um, <laughs> there's this piece that actually 1922, Winnie's a general manager of a cannabis retail shop here in brand in Toronto. Awesome. Yeah. And they just, uh, they had the owner just showed me, um, that it's coming out today on 420 today. Uh, nice. it's this, it's literature on, they had their graphic designer, wow. uh, actually put together a little six page booklet on it. So yeah, it's pretty fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, and it was literally the four dudes, the Waldos or five dudes or whatever. The, the, there's a picture mm -hmm. of them now at the place. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go they're still alive and still smoking i'm imagining still sesh, still how, 420. how epic would that be to be the people who came up with 420 <laughs> without even realizing money. it either you yeah. know you just yeah. look back and people are like, yeah. oh 420 man and they're they're like no 420 man like <laughs> so, that's kind of interesting it is totally uh, 
So uh, <laughs> moving on from like culture to laws, um, something recently that just happened, uh, mine and Matt's home state of New York went legal. Finally, um, it, felt, yeah, it, about it felt like a fucking a marathon with a broken leg or something because um, it was promised back in 2020. But then like something huge happened that kind of distracted everyone. I forget what that was. Um, but yeah, and it basically got pushed onto the back burner. And now all, and now all of a sudden they're, you know, pushing it through. Is there anything else that has excited anyone here legally um, in regards to cannabis? lounges. I think consumption lounges are coming. Mm. I, so they have those. I believe they have those in yeah, Canada, yeah, right? Correct. Yeah. So right. that's the one thing. Yeah. Detroit. Illinois. Illinois just opened its first hey, too. Have you been there? So, is it, wow. Is it? In I have not been there. It's in Springfield, actually, okay. the capital of Illinois. Right on. Okay. And I believe Nevada also passed something recently, um, trying to open lounges. As LA's well. had it. I, I've like, like I, my yeah. buddy was one of the managers at OG Cannabis Cafe, which is like called Laurel Farms Cafe first, and it's right on La Brea. And that's where I would go work. I go like I had a single coming up. I designed my cover there. I just like you order. So you, there's a food menu. It's a different license, so you can't put it on the same tab. It's food menu. And it's in California, uh, and then there's a there's a weed menu and you order separate transactions, but you're still just sitting in one spot. So they bring you a chicken sandwich. They bring you a beautiful plate of joints. There's a menu. It's like, feels so baller. <laughs> it's in, it, it's almost like a, an Amsterdam kind of oh, feel. No, right? like yeah. when I visited there in 26 or 2018, I think. And that was my first time going to like an actual cannabis like place where, you know, you're <laughs> getting served food with, you're you're joining they were like you have to buy something which was kind of like it's almost like the inverse of what you were just talking about no, you have to buy like food no as you, well i think you oh you I did think okay so, yeah. yeah i was don't high. want you getting the munchies and like <laughs> you want raging out or something we need a chicken salad sandwich in that <laughs> raging guy, out. You know? i love that like i don't know if i've ever raged out when i well maybe i don't know maybe get stoned i don't know about getting stoned just like get off! gotta find something <laughs> like, <laughs> you're in a bad spot at That's that point yeah. it's something. too late <laughs> they also need to keep was, uh home grows and we need to be able to be able to smoke out in public too that's one that's another thing those two he, things oh, new york, said that new york was a, that's what new york yeah, is exactly. doing yeah, new york yeah, new york's hit all smoke anywhere you smoke cigarettes it's, yeah it's wild nice yeah. i also heard that did new york expunge uh like any non-violent like records i, I yeah heard a bunch that. of people got out of I think they're, they're still in the they're process working on it yeah, yeah i think yeah. it's something that's gonna take a bit Nope. They actually just released the form as of, I want to say April, no, some, I don't know, a week or two ago. Just recently, ago. They, they put the form digitally online. So if you're a Michigander, you can go expunge your record, just fill out the form. Wow. That's so oh, that's good. Great. Canada's really behind yeah. on that stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're still in lockdown, folks. Canada's still like fucking figuring out the wheel. <laughs> 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 we're we'll be out in i think june 15th is when the governor said we're allowed to get back to normal ish oh, nice. well, what's we'll normal? see that's that's yeah, what, what's normal? everything I don't, i'm yeah, so what is normal <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. back gone. to back to dystopia <laughs> you know you know so, yeah. something funny just happened in canada the uh the the fucking who is he the mp doug ford this fuck face 
the premiere. The premiere. He uh he did another lockdown, and so it's obviously like killing small businesses and shit, and it's for like other political reasons. And he just said no one can leave, and like the cops get to patrol you and do random searches on you. And every fucking police station publicly stated that they're not following his demand. So literally, there's a civil discrepancy due to this like wow. bizarre capitalistic agenda that this fuck face. I, I just want to remind people that Doug Ford is related to Rob. Ford, who <laughs> oh, oh man drops yes, <laughs> my some of my favorite internet clips are of yeah. that man hell yeah yeah like he watches well i did a freestyle i was like and you watched your brother smoke this crack huh so how are you gonna tell us what's good for our health third lockdown but they opened down south yeah dude fuck that dude anyway i don't know why that came up oh yeah we're talking about laws well i mean but in in terms of, I think that's an interesting example of like, what if there were uh, police here, like say in the states, that decided, no. you know what, we're not going to enforce exactly um, cannabis cannabis searches anymore. That was the connection. We don't. Thank you for bringing that yeah. back together. That's what I was saying. What if like the cops don't really give a fuck that much, do they? Unless you're of a person of color, but that's another agenda, and mm. I don't want to get you know too far into that. Well, no, I'm. I mean, that's an important thing, too. I was thinking before when we were talking about the expungement, how important is it that, you know, states take this into account or even countries? You know, I, I keep forgetting that we're we're, we're international right now. Uh, con- countries outside of uh, you know the U.S. even when they're reforming these log- uh, laws, how important is it? It's the first that thing that should be on right. the agenda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's nothing like it's great that we're allowed to smoke weed, but like. People, if people are still in jail, that for like something that's a small, now <laughs> you know, cannabis charge, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like that's absolutely. it's it's completely. I'm it. It upsets me in Canada because it's really hard to get a clean record. Like they're making it really hard. You can't go online. It costs money, which is inaccessible for a lot. But of they people. got you in the system, like, baby. They thought they got a fresh draft. Yeah, it's just it, yeah. <laughs> they don't want to let that go. You're a good catch. They want to take your yep. life. And then also what's funny, not to like take this kind of negatively, because we are more a positive podcast, I promise. But, <laughs> but like lots of these beautiful cannabis companies are white folks who never fucking been at a 420 rally. I know because yes. I was there. These cocksuckers were out <laughs> having martinis on fucking the Baller Street in the city. That's, that's why they're the ones. Not, yeah. You know, cannabis. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And they're getting into this and profiting while literally like homie who was holding the culture down, who happened to have some weed to enjoy his day, you know, that's fucked up. So like, yeah, we got to really, really actually prioritize those things. But sorry, I just want to throw that out. No, I mean, like, I mean, you bring those things up, but there is a real prejudice against cannabis, even with the legalities changing. There's still people out there that don't aren't going to write, you know, respect it. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can't remember who said it, but they said it best um cannabis isn't legal it's it's just regulated right now like the nice. fact that the fact that in canada you can still only have up to 30 grams of cannabis and in michigan it's something else in illinois it's 30 grams for people in state and half of that for people that are out of state there is a bill because you guys asked what what you know maybe we're, what we're excited for in the future of cannabis there is a bill on the floor of the House of Representatives in Illinois right now that completely eliminates possession limits. Um, it's probably not going to see the light of the day, but the fact that it was proposed makes me very, very happy. So. Won't be the first. And, and 
it's it's interesting too because i remember last time we had talked to cole on your show about uh limits to yeah. in regards to possession and we were talking about it in um comparison to alcohol yep. and like how much you're allowed to brew or how much you i don't know would they limit how much beer you have at your house i know people that have like second fridges <laughs> Yeah, right. You know, exactly. people have like wine cellars full of wine, like bottles on top of bottles. Right, right. <laughs> and it's no, so similar they're... to wine, especially when you start doing all the terpene profiles and yes, stuff. Like stuff. we we've curated the entire retail selection at her store by going through a four-step process of smoke, taste, bud appearance, and high. And like so much kind of five if you include pass out. Oh yeah, that'd, just saying. that'd be in high. That'd be in high for sure. That'd be the end, the tail part of high observation. But like with so much connoisseurism behind it, like there should be no cultural difference in how people perceive wine and spirits and cannabis. It's not like the culture yeah. doesn't present that side of it. It's totally just on some corporate law prejudice bullshit. <laughs> Shit, weed's well, expensive. And there's good weed's expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. and there's one simple fact that regulates. Yeah. That like changes all of it is like alcohol can kill you in in like a fatal dose like and weed's not going to kill you like there's what the fuck that that alone Good we point. shouldn't have to have any further conversation yep. that's it yeah. i yeah. want shouldn't like it's, it's real simple can i bring the quote i think i sh- i shared with you guys that willie nelson said he said i'm loosely paraphrasing the only time i've ever seen uh, anybody you know like pass away from cannabis is when a bale of it fell on my buddy so like uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot yeah, the big bale yeah cannabis you have to be right? right he's also from what we understand the only person besides jimmy carter's son i think to smoke on weed on the white house uh roof yeah. All right. challenge accepted <laughs> challenge accepted <laughs> good right, luck buddy nah, just kidding <laughs> you gotta play the long yeah, game yeah, on yeah. that one you gotta know, gotta know someone <laughs> one day down the line <laughs> That's so uh, <laughs> on, on our last uh, podcast that we put out, me and Matt took 18 movies that we considered stoner films yeah. or cannabis. Classics. Right on, right on, right on. Cla- classics. Well, and then yeah. some, okay. some that were some like adjacent like, yeah. uh, or more modern ones, I would say, too, we threw in there. Mm. But we, we put it through a very rigorous process of uh, three <laughs> categories where they could each score 10 points. And what were they again, Matt? What? What do you mean? The the categories that we were judging based upon. Oh, it was like cast, um, amount cast, of weed yeah, on casting, screen. Yeah, amount of weed. Yep. And, um, and quotability. I oh, think yeah. Was the quotability was it. Yeah. And we came up with, after doing that, Pineapple Express got 25 points out of 30. Yep. We did. We gave it really yeah, high. Yeah, I mean, that's a classic to me. And I mean, I know Dave loves this movie. He used to watch it on a repeat. Like. <laughs> It gets a lot of hate. <laughs> really? Like, I don't, I mean, so what's one of your guys? I mean, like, what, so what are some of your favorite classic stoner movies? Because they don't even really have to be stoner movies. Yeah, like, one. sometimes when you get high, there's certain movies you like too. So, but stoner okay. movies, oh, like, yeah. would you yeah. consider we'll like Friday a stoner too. movie just because yeah. there's weed in it? Yeah, it's on the list. Oh, yeah. on yeah. All right. So just be having weed in it. So that like, was. Yeah, and if we also included scary movie because short uh, shorty gets smoked <laughs> by the yeah. weed. By the weed oh my God. So was, <laughs> we had a debate on that because we were like, do we count him as material smoked, like as weed That's, type deal? Because the, the plant got high off of shorty, like so. 
That's why that episode was an hour and 45 minutes instead yeah. of an hour and a half or, yeah. or an, an hour, hour rather. Hour. Yeah. <laughs> so we're looking yeah. for but, a uh, list right now because we've literally done this work <laughs> because we wanted to create an asset for our social media. That was the, the, okay. the best quotes, not just movies, but specific oh. quotes, um, stoner quotes of all time. And we took a deep dive and we took into heavy consideration. <laughs> Definitely pineapple express was on there. Friday was totally on there. Um, Fuck, like uh, Cheech and Chong, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, 40-Year-Old yeah. Virgin yep. has a couple good uh, ones Kumar. in there. Four stoners. You got to pay attention to what Calvin are the Kumar. stoner winks in between the lines as well. And obviously, Half-Baked, yeah. Dave Chappelle's Half-Baked. Oh, God. That was yep. huge. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, How High? That's my, that was my How High. High. Yeah, was that. How High was on there. God That's on the list. Scott yeah. Blunt. Oh. Got we <laughs> got blood. <laughs> one that we one that we threw in that was sort of like a weird pick, I guess, was "Dude, Where's My Car?" Well, because because yes. there's no weed smoked on screen, but we found out that there was actually scenes cut from the films to make it so it wasn't an R-rated film, um, where Sean William Scott and uh, Ashton Kutcher were act, were actually they smoking weed on that shit up, like Johnny Hopkins. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yes. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Harold and Kumar. Classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's on there too. Movies with like sequels and what we put them. We judged them on the first. Mm-hmm. Number one. Yeah, we went simple <laughs> on them. Once, yeah, first is. We always best. argue about this thing. I was like, I don't know. I love number two, so two, no. I, she cracked me up. I don't know. What of Harold yeah. Kumar? Christmas one was yeah, pretty dude, funny. Too. Yeah, oh, they're all funny, man. They're all, they're all great. Guantanamo yeah. Bay was really good. Number one. Good. The throwbacks one. were really good in that yeah. one. The That's dick true. meat sandwich or whatever is disgusting. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Big Bob. Uh, uh, no, there's Fuck, just I so. Can't m- find the list. There's classic stoner problem. <laughs> It's, probably, it's probably on the laptop. It's probably somewhere on the laptop. But yeah, like connecting on the, the film side of cannabis is like the fucking most fun. Well, I mean, look what um, Seth Rogen's done. Like he made it pop. He made it pop. Oh, yeah. Brought it into like pop culture with movies. And now he's even trying to make it like sexy, like how cigarettes were at the beginning with weed now. I mean, you guys follow House Plan at all? Like he, the way he's trying to make it look classy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. He just came up with this nice like. $300 nice lighter like lighter that you put in the table and it's basically <coughs> like a cigarette lighter from an old car and yeah from a car oh yeah how about that sick grab bong he made like viral that that swivel oh, like power yeah it has like a German yeah. name I always forget what it is it's like so, a gravity <clears throat> bong but yeah his weed's good yo fucking house plant was in Canada first and we were smoking it for like time now and because of how well Winnie's independent shop did, if I may do the shallow brag, the owner <laughs> of her place was on a FaceTime call with Seth and Evan about nice. houseplant, talking about That's what, great. you know, what what implements, you know, a successful sale in the retail space. So it's like they're not only like there for every step of the weed there. He's invested in that business thoroughly, like Hell the way yeah. that boy did film. He's there showing up for this. He cares so deeply to change. And that's the intention of our podcast as well to, you know, the whole discipline side of things. It's like you can be a stoner and be successful and be sharp and show up and take care of shit and like just be a like obviously stoners are known as like 
good people, like nice people, but they're not often immediately associated with like having a successful business or something, <laughs> you know, or like being sharp witted in the world. Like it's just not a spot reserved for stars, but it's like motherfuckers, Seth Rogen, like, come on, perfect example right now. So he's so carrying the torch. So shout out him. But like, yeah, anyone who shows up for pot like that, you know, it's like, good fucking dude <laughs> and those stigmas needs to go away because you can't really it's just any like any prejudice you know as soon as you say they you're you've already crossed the line exactly like, oh, yeah uh, you know what i mean like so yeah we almost just need to ignore them that's why we try to just move forward in like a positive model right on you know and like talk about yeah good shit I think stone stoners or cannabis users or potheads or whatever you want to call them um they, you know we're such a diverse group of people anything that you sort of say that's what a stoner is you're going to be fucking wrong totally that's that's kind yeah. of what i'm what i've learned in talking to people within you know the cannabis yeah. culture i guess that's kind of cool yeah. i like that it's like we are def definitionless <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, we've but, seen Elon Musk take a toke, regardless if he inhaled on JRE. So, I mean, just, <laughs> you know, something like that. It's Watch like the stock changing. plummet when that happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the right. 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 NASA's like, yo, yeah, right. can we use those? Worth it. We know you're not a you know, space engineer or whatever, but can we use your... Uh, Look what he's done to Dogecoin. <laughs> like, dude, it's mad. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. Five cents to fifty. But I mean, yeah, that... That stigma kind of, I, I mean, it's fading away. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like there's more uh, prevalence of cannabis. And with every state, it's like fucking knocking them down with like, you know, the BB gun at a fucking <laughs> uh, circus or, or a carnival or whatever. It's just like legal, medical, legalized, medical. Like, so, I mean, in, in terms of that, the big question, the federal, um, do we think it's going to happen with like the current, uh, situation in in the yeah. white house it, it seems like there's some hesitancy to say the least uh, i think we'll see <laughs> you want to go first i know you oh go ahead uh, i don't yeah no, no, i think cool, it's kind cool. of hard to predict the future but like i mean i'll let you go I'll let cool, cool. um i was gonna cool, say cool. i think we'll see decriminalization i think that the safe banking act has a really good chance of passing um, I think decriminalization is a good is a good thing. I know I won't see full blown legalization, but I think decriminalization allows, first of all, cannabis to be decriminalized. But second of all, um, it would allow states to continue their state by state approach, so that hopefully we could see we could learn from each other and come up with a good formula. You know what I mean? I would just hate to see um, them open the doors, and then you have. Coca-Cola and, you know, Pfizer and all freaking uh, Monsanto, you know, you know, we can name a bunch of scary companies. Uh, but I, I would like to see it continue with this state by state approach, because I feel like that gives people more of a chance than ever to like participate in the industry. Um, but we've seen that to be, you know, not so true in Illinois, just really quick. Bob McCoppin from uh, the Chicago Tribune uh, reported uh, on the state law that legalized adult use cannabis last year, um, 2020, the, the horrible year of 2020, uh, it, it basically allowed 21, the 21 existing medical marijuana uh, cultivation sites to have exclusive control of the market. Um, the law called for 75 new retail licenses to be issued before May 1st, 2020. 
it's been a year and we've still not seen those licenses issued, nor have we seen any additional cultivation licenses. And so, you know, on one hand, I say that maybe the state by state approach would be great. But on the other hand, my state is not a shining example uh, of that. So. Well, you that you hit the nail on the head, man. I mean, without saying it, infrastructure is not ready because the cannabis market in Michigan was carried by the caregivers for a very long time. And that's only because we had the medical market like and then all those people could grow their own plants for a while. Right. And then our infrastructure still wasn't ready. So like if they open the floodgates federally, it would be a madhouse. Like it's it's, they're not ready to just swip the switch. So I think I think you just I think you hit it perfectly, man. Yeah, I could see decriminalization. I just don't see legalization with the president currently and vice president. I just don't see it happening. Um, and I, I don't see decriminalization. I think it's just going to be all the states are eventually going to get to it. Maybe in a, like a year or two, we'll have more and more states just legalizing it slowly. So we have 43% of the population. Is what we read recently yeah. with the four new ones that came into this year. So. Or medical or recreational, no. I believe that's said. I no, it's just remember. adult use. 43% of use? Uh, the population live in adult use states now, with um, New no, Mexico <laughs> going legal this past week. Right. Now, up, I was going to ask as like a comparison. So that we're seeing the state by state, it can go wrong. Up in Canada, you guys, it was like federal legalization. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's up to um, the individual province on like distribution and um, mm-hmm. but like federally the allowances and stuff are all the same. What kind of problems has that um, cropped up as opposed to going, you know, what we're seeing with the state by state problem? Um, or would you say it's more like uh, advisable to do like, you know, across the board legalization federal i feel like see i feel like there's less rules or something that like you know as opposed to this state by state i feel like if you're going to it it needs to be so intricate federally like there needs to be more structure i think um because it like in ontario specifically it's just like such a shit show (laughs) it's uh like the allowances specifically um and like because you're doing the buying on the inside for a store and stuff too yeah and like we only have one wholesaler so as a retail business um Hmm. like how do we differentiate from one another yeah the ocs so it's like one big plug the way that they like let Ontario roll out their stores was like when it first got legalized in uh, 2018, um, it was like, it, it was like only two stores in Toronto were serving the entire population. And then, and then there was this lottery that they tried to roll out that like served no one. And it was just this slow ass rollout of stores. And then all of a sudden anyone could with a license could, could open up. So right now in Ontario specifically and Toronto specifically, people are really annoyed at how many retail stores are popping up everywhere (laughs) when local businesses and like for lease signs are popping up and dispensaries or or, or retail stores are going in. So, you know, it just, it's all just a shit show. I'm happy to be in the legal market. I think it has uh, the opportunity to go in a really great direction and I'm in it to, to help serve that somehow. Um, but right now I just, I don't think we can really truly speak 
on it just because no one knows what they're doing. <laughs> and it's interesting, this store that uh, she's a part of, the owner of it, <clears throat> uh, they stayed open for a year while this bullshit lottery failed them. So they paid rent on a lease for the store on a place they couldn't earn with yet for an entire year. 18 months. 18 months. <clears throat> and then the lottery just opened because they decided... Like, you know, like the laws are like, fuck you, small business owners. Well, you know, that's all regulated. the laws are. <laughs> you guys are heavily regulated, it sounds. Uh, aren't you allowed to grow four plants it's silly. per person? Oh, or, or no. You can't. Pardon? Can you grow four plants per person there? Or is that medically? Can you not grow home grows there? Yeah. You can you grow, can grow yeah. uh, three plants. Oh, okay. And medically, okay. you can grow up to like 250, I think. Oh. There's, oh, okay. there's, yeah. Okay. Um, you can grow quite a bit. That's a big gap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I like, mean, even the waiting system, like you're not allowed to purchase more than five, uh, cannabis infused drinks at one time. Um, because yeah, they're, wow. they, the way that they structured it is that the weight of the can could hold 30 ounces or some shit. They're doing cannabis. it by weight, not by measurement yeah. of drug. Actually, Winnie and and uh, the owner wrote into the actual fucking <laughs> rule makers of the shit and they <laughs> said they'll take it into consideration. Yeah, we're having okay. uh there's something going on in October this year that I need to get more educated on. But um just like there's just silly things where you you can't buy 10 milligrams of drinks, but then you can buy, you know, 500 milligrams of powder like it at one time. It doesn't make any sense. So yeah, there's And like it's just so do the powder with a bottle of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Exactly. And then you're in business. So like and here's pre-rolls, like here's a product like, you know, and kind of comes in these like boxes you know and it's super mm -hmm. super you know doctory looking wow. you know it's yep. it's you know it's, it's like, like you just bought like a you like a new like headphone dongle or a usb exactly <laughs> or bro like, just for three you're like that's a pre-roll pre like what <laughs> like, yeah. a lot of packaging and like yeah. seth rogan stuff does not look like it looks in the states like the Different pack growers. Like, growers well for sure but even the packaging Oh, really? Even it's branding. Yeah. Like there's just so many regulations on branding too. It like in that house plan? our retail store, like we're not allowed to like insist that you can be successful in smoke, like just weird ass shit that if we were to get, um, brainwashed audited, uh, I could like get a slap on the wrist for, yeah, it's bizarre. Is that Rogan's weed right there? Wow. No, this is uh oh. this is something else. I was just like showing you. This is new to market. It's called Ness. Yeah. It's good. Mint sour. Yeah. And like there's some pre-rolls in this pack. So it's like <laughs> this is just a company choice. Like this company doesn't give a fuck oh, about right. using paper. And this one is like, oh, we'll just do this small plastic. So it varies mm. so much. <laughs> I thought it was childproofing. I thought that box was, that's why that was like that. Yeah, this is but. childproof. Yeah. And then, so this one's like, I, I don't, I think it's for kids. Yeah. Everything has to <laughs> yeah. have this sticker on it. <laughs> and so if it has THC, <laughs> it has to have the sticker on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of here. a lot of rules and regulations. It seems like what, what I'm wondering is like, say we get to, you know, however many years down the line, you guys are federally legal. Say we go completely federally legal. How would that affect the markets in terms of like being able to, I mean, they can send wine across the border. Why couldn't they send weed across the border if it wasn't, you well, know? I think you run in, I mean, at least illegal. for Michigan, there's a seed to sale process. So you might run into some issues like 
taking federally cannabis that way. I don't know how that would work. Maybe I guess it was tracked, but then mm. how would you share taxes? That's a complicated question. Mm. I have no. It's idea. happening. <laughs> it's it's happening medically here. I know of a few licensed producers that have like the permits to sell to Europe. Um, um, there's only I think three facilities in Canada that can, uh, and I don't really know the the details of it. But I think if, if it's going over to Europe, no reason why we couldn't yeah. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And, and I feel like that's where, cause it's not going to be the small, it's tough for a small time grower to even like get, get you know, a license or, or the retails or the space to even do these kinds of things. What is it only going to be what Cole keeps, uh, you know, warning us about these big companies, the big scary companies are going to be the ones that are going to be thinking about this shit because it's profitable and going, huh? Yeah, this I can send weed from Canada down to you know Texas or whatever fifty years from now and charge yeah out the ass for yeah. it and make a hell of a profit because it's not going to be the mom and pop shops that are going to be able to no, even no they're they're not thinking that far that's just that capitalism far with it. that's well, just that's the concept of capitalism that's like affects every market I, that's why i think cole's like hit the nail on the head with the decriminalization because that helps you protect the people more than screws the states from being re- ready for that because like i said michigan had a structure and they still weren't ready so imagine for all these states yeah. like um i don't know like texas you know that don't have anything going on there or like you know what i mean something uh it would be crazy so i think that would be very dangerous <laughs> yeah but let's just get it where we can cross borders with it to legal states here just you know people going to jail <laughs> before we could even cross the uh... Canada, Mexico, so true, Europe. Personal consumption yeah. first. Yeah. I mean, the Safe Banking Act should do that, technically, oh, right? Yeah. Wouldn't isn't that going to allow, or is what, that specifically what, only for? Bank too, makes what was that? Because I think what's the safe what? within that, there's a federal uh, law that's being going to I think the Senate right now, um, and it it's in regards to whether or not uh, they can use bank federal banks and systems because right now it's an all cash uh business right essentially but i I forget i forget if there's something in there about the going across state borders or if that's literally going to have to be a different bill yeah it'll definitely be something else Uh, safe banking yeah safe safe banking is going to be interesting because not only will it allow cannabis banks to use federally insured sorry cannabis businesses to use federally insured banks like an fdic bank um, but it will allow them access uh, to funding, which is something that cannabis businesses like you have to kind of work with capital firms and everything else at this point. It's like kind of a it can be a slimy situation. So it'd be nice to be able to offer these people funding. Another big thing that like I don't, I don't know that like some people realize like I my co-host who couldn't make it today, Justine, um, had a. Uh, a lot of issues and so did her coworkers when she worked at the dispensary. Like, um, you, you, so when she got her first paycheck, her bank told, told her like, Hey, this money is cannabis money. So you need to find like a new bank. So she had to find a cannabis friendly bank it ended up being a credit union. Um, and so just to like, tell you like how it affected some of her coworkers, like the owner of the store applied for a house and was denied a housing loan because he was uh his income was cannabis money 
so I mean, it, it affects oh people in a way that like <laughs> is oh, crazy. People you know? that are working in industry um, that are just yeah, the they banking think paycheck, is, is the biggest know, they thing. They think it's a paycheck. It's classism. Well, Michigan, there was we a actually... bank here in Michigan that was working with cannabis uh, related uh, provisioning shops, and now they got they got shut down. They can't work with any of them no more. It was like I forgot what uh, credit union was, but they were wow. accepting money. Now they can't. <laughs> that just happened. Yeah. in a couple weeks. It's crazy. I'm, there's only one bank in um, in Ontario uh, that deals with all of the retailers, but when the owners of my shop were um, coming up with their name they uh on on our receipts it doesn't say anything about cannabis um it just says the number is 1922 um and we've actually had a lot of people um ask if cannabis would show up on their bank statements um and that's why we like did that on purpose so they could shop <laughs> with their bank cards and Which not, smart. Porn not sites do it, that. you know I mean, what you could say it's a you could say it's a coffee <laughs> shop or you know a, a retail store right. uh, another retail store so i went to 1922 i got you some flowers it sucks that we like <laughs> that, that's a, like something that was thought about prior but mm, you know and especially when cannabis in the streets is a fucking bank <laughs> like man that's so silly of them to say no to good greenery from greenery oh yeah it's it's messed up down here mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, i mean they're they're hopefully going to fix it this thing is stalled in the senate a couple of times though um from what i remember yeah. so i don't know fourth fifth times the charm who knows be about that <laughs> we'll, we'll yeah. see but it'd be nice for them to not be in you know a lot of these industry. a lot of these regulations and legislation changes it's for me i swear it's just hope like you know you're just kind of like waiting and seeing so yeah mm. you know that's why you got to get out there and vote absolutely and and i mean on regards to the the federal uh restrictions and stuff when you were talking about not being able to get a house through uh doing work with it i know a few friends of mine that weren't able to get mm-hmm. um uh, student loans because of uh yep. possession Jeez. like you have a you get pulled over with yeah. an eighth and you're you're not qualified oh. for federal loans anymore so you yeah. you don't get to go to college talk about more classism how about doing that to a kid like a young kid like it's so ridiculous over yep. weed Weed's Over the weed. best. Uh, and this is weed. where was where what state was this in? <laughs> New York. Uh, New York. Well, hopefully now maybe they'll be, fucking New York, baby. Come legal, on. Hopefully you can get to that expression there. Yeah, now that he's thirty-two, he can just jump right into college. <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah. And I mean, that's the reality. Well, I mean, it's like you're the right, years but are... I just was like, oh, no. Yep. No, I mean, you're, you're, you're right. right. I mean, the, the opportunity is there, but yeah, the years, but the years aren't. People, it and doesn't work out it, for, right? Yeah. Yep. And it's even worse for some that are sitting in jail while others are, Making you know, picking up weed like milk. Yeah, there's people sitting yeah. in jail yeah. from it, but the government can tax for it. But the you know, there's so much regulation in this this industry, and it's so crazy. Like, mm-hmm. cannabis industry, we're can't taking write the off bumps. We're, it's yeah, we're, we're the generation that's taking the bumps. Like the transition, it always sucks. 
we're the ones that are seeing both sides, right? Like even in our lifetimes, think about what a trippy time this is to be alive. You've written a hand letter and you have to write emails now. Like the whole transition of everything is like, <laughs> holy shit. I learned cursive for nothing. I know. What the fuck? Calligraphy? Fuck those calligraphy pens. So point of that. <laughs> they, they don't teach cursive in Canada anymore. Don't need to. They would have showed him how to write my name in cursive so I could sign things. I probably would have got 92% of what I need to sign in my life. <laughs> like, cursing? like, that's it. Maybe the date. I don't even know. Yep. I don't know. Maybe the month when you're writing the date. I don't even know. No, it doesn't make sense. I don't know. That's it. It's just, I don't know. I feel you. Waste of time. Go ahead. Um, this is probably going to be way off topic, and maybe I'm getting, maybe I shouldn't. But I would love to know why everyone or what everyone like really loves about cannabis or what what like your, you know, one of your uses are where your usage started. Who wants to go first here? It makes me super retrospective. Yeah. There's like times when I go through a work day and um, I will, you know, maybe after cooking dinner or before, you know, that's always fun. Um, yeah. Smoke some or ingest some cannabis and. Um, a lot of times thoughts come up, like maybe I could have dealt with that better. Um, here's how I can, you know, deal with this tomorrow. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's super, like a lot of healthy thoughts come up that like, like good perspective checks and everything else. And, um, I will always appreciate that, that about cannabis. So I do think there's a huge mental health aspect that mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, cannabis users share. Or, you know, we, you know, mm. may not be the same reason, mm. but mm. definitely everyone's like, ah, you know, ah. <coughs> you know, so there's like that understanding because me, for me, I'm a, I have a very overactive mind. I mean, at least for me, I, people tell me I'm hyper my whole life. So to me, like when I'm smoking, it calms me down, kind of like straightens me mm. out. Like, and I just, I don't know, regulates me, I suppose in my own way, you know? Yeah. Mm. I, I get the same sort of effects that along with like physical injuries mm -hmm. that I've had I've dislocated both my shoulders, snowboarded for years. My knees are yeah. fucked up. Um, it's all coming back to haunt me now. Thanks. Um, but weed, weed helps that, you know, um, in terms of the actual physical pain, being able to like not be as tense um, in the muscles and stuff like that, which overall leads to like a, a better quality of life. That's a great mm -hmm. way to put it, man. Mm -hmm. Dude, I just remember being young and recognizing, like, uh, impartial, like, to also realizing that weed's not bad for you, like you were explained to, like, if you grew up in the 90s watching all those, like, shitty, like, shows and whatever, like, <laughs> telling you how bad weed was, like, realizing that, the, like, the benefits of, like, oh, shit, this calms me down, this, you know, gets rid of a headache, this fucking, you know, just makes my body feel better, like, if I'm fucking sore, like, there's so many benefits to this thing, you know, and, the, like, that's when it kicked to me, really, it was like, wow. This is better than worse, you know. I, I haven't seen it uh, anything work better for nausea, yeah. dude. Um, I can't believe I left that out. Yes, that's biggest thing I'd say. The biggest thing, right? Come on, that, that's one reason why I use it for is nausea, and then it also helps me actually uh, increase appetite. As cliche as it is, but I actually do eat more with that. But I just also like all the different flavors and different strains out there because I feel like each one, honestly, is I'm smoking more and more now. Each one is a different experience, and I just I just love cannabis. It does have. Yeah. It can help with many different things. Uh, like he was saying, uh, migraines that you don't have to take your Tylenols, you don't have to take your uh, pills for nausea. Um, 
severe migraines i get those as well too where like you just want to collapse and go to sleep so like a nice edible and going to sleep like that's perfect and and that's why i love cannabis i mean that might be my favorite reason because everyone has their own specific personal reason because there's this psychoactive effect of cannabis as well as sedative effects so it can either help you physically or mentally and sometimes it's a mix of both and depending on which way you do it it's you know yeah that felt so good yeah that did feel good thank you yo shout out like um what cole was saying too on like there's kind of this um you know those like life reflection moments that people have on dmt or before death or whatever where they revisit things where they're like what was the real human value of this experience though could you have shown more compassion could you have like you know expanded that and having that self-reflective element from it like is has increased my like just yeah again quality of life and like being able to like accept things as they are not having anxiety about them it's like such a healing plant the fact that we all just like gushed out this amazing amount of love from how life-changing this is is so beautiful (laughs) it really is and that and that's why i can't i mean i mean we all talk about it's all been mentioned everyone agrees like i can't believe how regulated it is you know but i can go buy a bunch of poison alcohol mm-hmm. <laughs> to and just like and then go and as much as i want and just go load it up in my trunk like but the thing is like and again to each their own if you drink you know go drink Same thing with cigarettes. You know, do your thing i'm not i'm i'm a way big fan of to eat your own but why does it have to be so hard for cannabis to exist but you got to pay your taxes on time like mm. <laughs> yeah because what? the children groovy the children I, I, hate I, I hate it. It's like, like the Simpsons. That, it's so true, it. though. Because the thing is, and I think I may have talked uh, with Matt and Jesse about this. Like, I don't know of any dispensaries that are selling to kids. Dude. Like, no way. You're not going to risk it like, after you're putting you know? millions and millions you know, of dollars no. into this legal game. It's, <laughs> dude, it's like the propaganda dude. over edibles. Like, oh, it looks like kids' candy. I'm like, because adults eat candy too. Like, wild. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah. you know, and it's just like, I don't yeah. know. There's all this propaganda against it. And it's, 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 absolutely, it's just, sorry, I get a little energetic. I, I feel like, cause it's just like, it's so silly. You know? it's growing it is. Pains. Dude, you know, it, I feel like if a kid tried to buy some weed and they were too young, like someone at a liquor store might be like, Hey, you're bad. Come here. Let me catch you and call your parents. A person like a bud tender at a cannabis shop would take a moment and talk to this kid. I feel this would be a stoner heart to heart moment opportunity where they'd be like, Hey man, like you're maybe a little too young to do this. Like, you know, it's, we're not trying to even give it to kids. That's the dope thing about cannabis culture without the regulations, without the rules. If you saw a 10 year old kid ask you for a drum, you'd be like, yo, homie, like you should wait this out. Like I'm mad right. older than you. Yeah. Like, right? Like, <laughs> Get out of here. And I mean, well, let me get you a now. juice box and a sticker. Like, <laughs> yeah, give, give him something. Give him a treat. Give him a slice of pizza or something. And at the same time, like, I, I stopped blaming alcohol culture because it yeah. didn't feel bad for me. But at the same time, I can't, like, grew up in a, sm- a small town in Alberta and I was, like, getting blackout drunk at 13, 14 years old. So, like, <laughs> if, if kids want to wow. get their hands on it, like, they will yeah, they'll going- figure it out. They're not stupid. Dang, you, you know? know, making things illegal, you'll never find it. That's so that's exactly <laughs> yeah. how it works, guys. That's that's how it There's works. There's definitely not everybody. some 
There's definitely not some in that top cabinet. (laughs) (laughs) I smelled that sock drawer for sure. Like the the war on drugs has failed. Oh, miserably. Well, it's funny. We, um, we listened to this like Chandler called Abraham Hicks and they say like Western medicine has created more disease than it will ever fix just by focusing on it. And same thing with the war on drugs. It's created more drugs, more industry just by focusing on it because this life experience is whatever you focus on, like you get and expand. And that's why like you get things stuck in resistance and then you manifest the bad version of things by thinking about those shit you were scared of. That's our cat ace. And like, it's so funny, like the war on drugs is a business. The war on drugs is a business for guns and for police force and for false fears and fueling this sort of scared narrative. It's like, was never about the people who did drugs. It was another agenda to also keep people of color on a leash because look at, you know what I mean? Like that shit was mad based in something else that was just labeled that. Like there's not even a need for war on drugs. It should be a war with mental health educating people you don't need to do heroin we can deal with your bipolarism you don't have to run away at 16 (laughs) yeah not criminalizing addiction in a lot of cases and it's unfortunate that cannabis has been lumped into that because it's like drugs which is not like yeah yeah people have have normalized the term drugs and alcohol and that pisses me off personally because it's like alcohol is the king drug it's like to me, I've been super mm. wasted. I mean, granted, I haven't done dope, but I, I went through a phase where I did a lot of drugs. And that is the reason why, again, cannabis personally saved my life because I got mm. away from pills. And the thing is, like, I have done a lot harder drugs and they are all from the government or like or regulated by the or regulated or taxed, you know? So it's like, I mean, granted, I've never yeah. done dope. So I, I just can, but it's like, it's a wild to me that they can think it's like drugs and alcohol and it's a book that the plant is the evil thing at all the stuff. Well, and I think it's crazy how ingrained in our like work culture um, this all is like, you know, we, like we always have like the place that I work, for example, it's a drug free workplace, but there's coffee, you know, served and everybody's got their mugs that say like, if I don't have exactly. my coffee, don't fucking exactly. talk to me. And then, oh, can I cuss? Um, we get on. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah, we can. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Green light, double then. Green. Uh, <laughs> You know, people, of course, five o'clock somewhere. Right. Um, there's like, you know, that, that saying's always thrown around. Um, and the last one that I've experienced is like, I've seen people openly admit like, oh yeah, I took one of my happy pills today. And it's like, if I, if I admitted like, oh, I took, uh, you know, a fucking 100 milligram gummy before I came in here to <laughs> deal with your ass, uh, would be like, you know, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. So, <laughs> illegal like oh man it's it's so crazy like you can drink every day but if someone else does like pot and drugs like you're an addict like i'm an addict like the bar is open you know that thought never crossed my mind i i had a uh, boss at one job that came in and was like being all buddy buddy with everyone he's like yeah if you guys are done you want to have a margarita in the fucking break room man feel free but i never thought of it in the pretense of like all right i should light up a fucking blunt like (laughs) let me tell you something about those people that judge that shit they're only upholding this identity that they think creates a safe space for them because if they position themselves as authority over something even by passing judgment they think it secures their position socially i've been an artist for like a decade so i am only in offices and shit as a fucking freestyle rapper there to do their Christmas party. And often the people will be so surprised. 
I'm rolling a joint on the CEO's desk that's anti-weed <laughs> who just smoked a joint with me. <laughs> you know, that's all bullshit. Like it only mm. serves the narrative that they've had to be enforced in themselves to conform. They don't even really think those things. They ju I just broke them and I'm just a cool guy who raps that you've never even fucking True. met before. That's how deep that commitment went. Like, you know what I'm saying? When their staff were like, mm. oh man, he's gonna hate that. It's like, no, nah. Those people are just grabbing, grasping at straws for things to talk about. They're bored. If it wasn't that, it'd be something else. I mean, and I think that we mm. like, we want the stigma to be gone so much because we know how it can benefit so many people. But there is like a, a time period of releasing st stigma. Like it, it just can't happen overnight. These are ingrained in us. It was yeah. like, you know, this is something that in the seventies books were coming up like the black candle that was like marijuana, will hurt you it will kill you it will like seduce your daughters and like like they'll they'll go off with you know black men or or other people mm -hmm. of color yeah like, there's there like there that. has so there's problem. literature yeah. around this plant from from that we don't it's, it's subconscious now it's ingrained in <laughs> us that we just yeah. think mm -hmm. that this isn't something that's healing so to reverse that is it's just going to take some time yeah, absolutely. and we just need to stay strong in yeah. our position. Right. Yeah. It's echoes of ignorance in like the path of the human race, honestly, like it's just, it, it's evolution with ideas as well as like us as people, you know what I mean? It's just going to take a long time, honestly, for that shit to fade out just like race issues, you know, like that's why that shit's still going on, even though it feels like we've been battling it for hundreds of years. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. For a while. And I think that all we can do is like, if someone is fighting against it, that's like in front of us, just ask them like, Hey, like <laughs> take a moment to think about where this is coming from. Yeah. Like, yeah. and, and, and I'm cool with you thinking whatever you want, but just like what, like what information do you actually know? What have you been fed? Well, you know, and that, I just, I don't know. I feel like I, you know, I don't want to really get started on racism because it's just another prejudice that is just built. It's it's either like comes from uh, generations before them or one experience with someone of some race that they all of a sudden now assume everyone is like this one person that made me upset once or whatever it may be. And it's they take it to this hateful level. And then, like, you know, people what's horrible about people sometimes is we bring our emotions to our job. So when you have these politicians that do that, now we have like probably horrible you know it's hard to pass legislation for sure people have ingrained hate I, in I, them and it's it's really hard I, I heard a quote the other day that said uh racism is the fruit of fear mm. and i i thought that that was That's really kind of yeah. on point yeah. um because it feels like it is uh, at the core it's based mm. out of a fear of like or a misunderstanding right. or an ignorance um, or a pre-programming like do you even know the term marijuana oh, yeah. was like cannabis was like called marijuana oh, to yeah. sound like a mexican term yep. and that was totally based on systemic racism to the idea that that would be a bad thing yeah. now i hope that we're oh, owning it more as an embracing thing i mean yeah i think it all starts in that that white people think they have something to lose mm -hmm. yeah like we what don't like, what, what does that even mean right like like you know mm -hmm. It's yeah, it's a fear. Well, it's an ignorance to, for sure. I have to interject with some wisdom from uh, 
Jeff Sessions. Good people don't oh, smoke marijuana. Uh, marijuana is not the kind of thing that I feel like. Oh, we've, we've quoted that on our show. <laughs> that that motherfucking traitorous named I bastard. Like we've we've, we've gone we've, over his we've been, bullshit. Yeah, we've been waging war on Sessions for a couple years now. Did he compare marijuana yeah, to heroin? Least, probably like Can four. I share something with you guys? You brought up this historical moment a second oh, ago, and since we're on video, so. 096-2018, the moment that Tesla dropped 10% <laughs> um, awesome. Photograph of the moment. That's hilarious. Oh my god. You're a legend, dude. So shout out to my friend. Nailed it, dude. Uh, yeah. Shout out to my friend Gavin who uh who commissioned that. Fantastic. He's uh, on Instagram, Gmunk Arts. Gmunk Arts. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. That's good. Yeah. Well, th- He's amazing. thank you everyone for showing up given us some of your knowledge there was a lot dropped in this episode so our audience should be grateful this morning <laughs> your 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 blunt is full of green fucking knowledge to smoke and enjoy Hopefully so they joined in on the session along the way yeah you know? i hope you guys were smoking while you're listening hell yeah yeah everyone want to do some plugs we can go around uh we'll start over here with the disciplined stoners thank you this was so great <clears throat> i <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm smoking. I'm hot. Uh, obviously, it was so nice to connect with you guys. Really love the energy and the great combo and the wonderful places we went. So gratitude. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And we're the Disciplined Stoners. You can type that in anywhere you listen to podcasts. And yeah, we're always with the Instagram. episode. Instagram as well. We do funny content. And it's uh, Fridays at 7 p.m. EST. New episode every week. Love y'all. Awesome. Dave and Groovy. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for having us on again. Love coming on your guys' show. Happy oh, 420, yeah. everybody. Um, you can find us pretty much everywhere. MikeCannacast.com um, and podcast. We do a podcast every Wednesday and we do two live sessions. Uh, Saturday, Wake and Bake, 9 p.m. Eastern. And we do a Terp Talk, 9 p.m. Eastern. Yep. And uh, you can find me, Groovy Music, two E's, no Y on most socials. Uh, I have a song coming out May 15th. That's more like lo-fi, just with the sax. Uh, put out the Ninja Turtles remix thing. Uh, you can find me, Groovy, two E's nice. on all the streaming platforms for music and stuff. Yeah. And then you can find Canada Dave everywhere. Oh, yeah. All streaming platforms. <laughs> Not streaming. Socials. <laughs> yeah, socials. Nice. And Cole? Yeah, folks, definitely check out Groovy Music. Love his tunes. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, once again, Chillinois podcast. We're at chillinois.net. Um, our podcast streams everywhere. Um, give it a listen if you have time. We've got some really cool people coming back onto the show, including the Pot Brothers at Law, who were on Be Real TV's Smokebox and um, on Tosh.0. We've got Jane West, who's a really awesome uh, female entrepreneur in the industry. And got other cool people on so give us a listen if you have time love the american slacker podcast thank you so much for inviting me on here oh, pleasure you. was Anytime. all ours man hell yeah it was a blast guys and uh real quick before we get out of here thank you everybody for tuning in catch me mwg media at on instagram uh maddie g from hp on xbox live let's smoke some weed and play some call of duty zombies i don't know <laughs> or ride some dinosaurs in arc right since Ooh, we've been doing that, that too yeah. yeah, I'm at Landers the Plane on everything. Just search that, you'll find me. Thank you again. This was fantastic. Happy 420. Happy 420. Happy 420. Till next time. That's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We passing America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We're talking America. We blazing America. This is
America. We're second America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.